0: Hello, and welcome to The Witch Source. I'm Whitney.
1: I'm Courtney. And this is Phoenix Rose.
0: And today we are talking about clairvoyance in our Claire Senses series. So hopefully this uh, episode will help you guys get a better understanding of this particular Claire, how you can work with it, develop it, um, what it is, how to use it, and different ways that it can show up because it can show up Different ways for different people. It's not always the same. And I think that also tends to create some confusion. So, hopefully, we can answer questions you may have, answer questions you didn't know you had. And of course, if we don't answer something and you want to know more, make sure you are following us on Facebook. Just look us up, The Witch Source. Um, You can also find us on YouTube. And you can always ask questions in the group, The Witch Source Society. So, go ahead and throw those out there, check those out. So clairvoyance. So I'm going to give a, a start out with just a general definition. So clairvoyance or second sight is a psychic ability located within the third eye, sometimes called the witch eye. Um, this is also referred to as the sixth ch- sixth chakra or brow chakra, where information is accessed, received, or projected in visual forms through images, visions memory recall, pictures, symbols, or dreamlike visualizations or imagery. So just a quick reminder for people, the third eye is located within the forehead, slightly above and between the physical eyes. So you just kind of imagine that spot uh, on your forehead, just right above where your eyebrows come together in the center there. And Um, A lot of times you'll notice if you do any kind of meditation and sometimes um, even you can find yourself doing it when you daydream, you'll tend to roll your eyes upwards in that direction. And when you go to sleep, your eyes will roll upwards in that direction. And it helps turn on and activate that third eye, which is also linked to your pineal gland, which is in the very center of your head. And it's also in control of activating and working all of these things. So if you're not sure what all those terms are, you're welcome to Google them. They are very scientific, I'm sure.
2: I love the fact that it's also called the witch's eye. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So when I was doing some research, there's like so many names for it, which I found fascinating, but yeah. And and so many people like way back in the day, you know, you would hear like, you know, old wives tales type things of like people with the second sight. Um, And, this is what they're referring to, which I thought was pretty cool.
2: No, that's awesome.
0: So let's see. Um, But yeah, so if you want to, a good way to like really start to work with and activate and turn on just your third eye and pineal gland in general is to do some meditation, visualization, um, any of those kinds of things, because When you're working magic, especially because we are a magical podcast, it really helps to visualize and see those things. So it's very important, um, especially when you're doing your goals or you're trying to set your intention. Um, And some people even do their full ritual in their head. Right. And that is part of that visualization. Um, But you are also using that clairvoyance and you are sending and receiving energy through that third eye, um, through that witch eye and using that sense. So I don't think that people always maybe go the extra step to tie all of those pieces together, but they do all actually work together and they, they are very closely related um, in how they work. And the fact that you are actually sending and, see, sending and receiving energy through that section of your head and, and your brain. And um, as you guys are familiar with us at all, or at least me, <laughs> I all the time talk about grounding, centering, connecting, um, and all of that is very much using your clairvoyance sense, um, your third eye and practicing um, that visualization because, you know, you want to get the grounded, the rooted, the connected, the centered, um, all of that. And again, that's all energy working with your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual state. Um, And then if you're working magic, of course, you are projecting or possibly pulling in energy, um, depending on what kind of spell work that you're using. But then when you are using this sense in a a form of a, as a gift, let's say, um, you are actually receiving so this particular clair sense, clairvoyance, is considered um, projective and receptive. So just a little tip.
1: <laughs> I'm reminded of the uh, post that Phoenix Rose made the other day about you know <clears throat> going to do magic and you know did you ground center and you know yada yada yada. And, you know I'm the one that shows up with the Cheeto dust on my finger <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> saying let's do this. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, that definitely is true because you always ask me that whenever we go to do spell work together, you know, have you grounded, have you centered? Have you, you know, meditated? And I'm over here like, No, I just got off the bus. Let's do this. Did you cast your circle?
2: Did you stay in it? No.
0: Did you cast your circle and stay Did in it? Did you get that
1: cord deep enough? I yeah, and that that's I don't do any of that
0: okay that but, one corrects uh, me up Rose. I love that one
1: you know I, I think that also that kind of shows of the difference where you know like the previous podcast you know I don't have the the knowledge of these yeah. at all so you know I'm learning about these as everyone else is learning about them and you know I don't pull that side so I'm going to I'm learning, you know, what I can do.
0: Exactly. And that's the whole thing. Staying open and learning. And, you know, hopefully at the end of the episode, being able to be like, huh, you know what? I really did learn something. And maybe I do have a a knack at this and didn't realize it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Right. That's what we're going for. Okay. So any questions so far, you guys? Anything you want to talk about in particular before we dive into more in the clairvoyant world? No questions so far. Okay, cool. Teach away. All right. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So there are actually two forms of clairvoyance, you guys. So there is um, internal and external. So your internal clairvoyance is the ability to see something. On the screen of your mind's eye, okay, and then the external clairvoyance, which we'll get to at the end of this episode, um, is the ability to see an overlay vision over your regular sight senses, such as auras, spirits, orbs, sparks, shadows, and lights. So. I know a lot of times people think about clairvoyance as just the internal piece or maybe, you know, getting the visions or, um, you know, that kind of thing. But really there's the external piece as well. Um, a lot of people can see auras and things like that. So, but we'll touch on that towards the end. Um, and then there are people that can actually see both and do lots of different things. And that's always fun and really cool too. So that's the whole thing. Like you could have, um, you know, be really strong in one area and not so strong in another. And you may want to develop more in the different areas that are available. So that's yeah, I,
1: have, I have gotten uh, books on, you know, how to see auras and, and developing that sense. Um, it, it takes a lot of work. Um, and it's kind of something that, you know, I started to see and started to do and, but it, I mean, it, it, it takes a lot of devotion that, you know, I didn't have at the time. So, but you can, you can, it can definitely even start.
0: See, I did not know that you had actually showed an interest in that at any point in time. So this is new to me.
1: Oh, this is, we're talking like, you know, maybe 10 years ago. I think I still have the book. I just haven't picked it back up.
0: What? You knew we were doing this episode. You could have picked it up.
1: I didn't know it was going to be on auras. So, you know, there we go.
0: Well, okay. All right. Fair enough. So, yes, auras do fall under the clairvoyance sense. I guess if that wasn't well-known ahead of time, now that is, yes, new information for everybody.
2: You see shit. You know, it would be part of it.
0: Right, right, right. True, true. Yeah, clairvoyance is, you see, like Rose said, you see shit. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: All right, so cool. So internal clairvoyance is most often how information can be or is received in meditation as well. Um, so I know a lot of people, you know, you, they – will sit in meditation. um, And yes, you can hear things you can receive and hear, um, you know, just with your clear audience, like we talked about um, on the last episode, but a lot of people also in meditation will, he will receive information um, via their internal clairvoyance of seeing answers, symbols, signs. Um, But jumping into that. So internal clairvoyance, you have actual three main viewpoints. And what I found interesting is I've, I've used my clairvoyant gift for, I I don't know, forever, um, without even really realizing it. I mean, if you think about how many times in your life, did you just daydream something and it happened?
1: That that's one of my you know, we've discussed a lot. You know, I have to watch my thoughts because thoughts manifest.
0: Right, right. Rose, what about you?
1: I've definitely...
2: I would have to say through meditation, though.
0: Not so through much meditation.
2: Daydreaming,
1: Not know. daydreaming.
0: Okay. So, all right. So, sister, I want to ask you. Okay. When you have done your random thoughts, your daydreaming, and and things manifest do you put a visual with it or is it the random thought because it's the visual that I'm going for with the daydreaming um
1: yeah it can be like okay so I wasn't happy where I was living so driving by apartment complexes I'm like oh well you know there's no yard work there's a you know yada gotta get a you know all the benefits of living in an apartment mm-hmm. uh I think I want to live. I want. I, I would. It would be nice. I wonder what it'd be like to live in an apartment, you know. And then next thing I know, you know, things are going to crap, and you know, next I'm living in an apartment. <laughs> um, you know, thoughts of. I really, you know, when Mom had uh, the house down in South Carolina, you know, oh, that was a really nice house. I wouldn't mind having a house like that, and then. You know, so many years later, now I've got one. Um, it, it's, you know, I wonder what it would like. I wonder what it would be like to work, you know, someplace. And then, you know, next thing I know, I'm working there. Right. And and it's, it, it's, it's a random thought that I have that, uh, you know, usually specific places, specific things that, you know, Manifest, not necessarily at that point in time, but it's kind of like when you do a vision board, you know they they tell you right. to do vision boards and then you know to go back and look at them you know so many years later and it's in it's kind of surprising sometimes how things you didn't realize that have ticked off, you know, you've accomplished
0: right right. okay, so that I like the the vision board tie in there because I guess part of my question is, When you are thinking these things, are you seeing yourself in the spot, in the place, in the house, in the apartment, in your mind's eye?
1: Kind of, yeah.
0: Okay. Because that's the key. So that's the magical piece. Um, And that is also if you are, let's say, seeing yourself or in your mind's eye, you are in your apartment and looking at your apartment. Let's see, let's go with the apartment one. Mm-hmm. You're in your apartment and you are looking at your apartment. If that's what you see in the mind's eye, that would be what we consider the first person. Okay. And that is a way that you can, um, one, manifest and use your magic. But two, it's it's a way that you can also receive information because you got to remember with the the, this clairvoyant sense again, it's receptive and projective. So, I know, like for me, ever since I was a kid, I had a very vivid imagination. And if you guys ever like, one of my biggest, I guess, takeaways from this episode that I want you to have is read fantasy and visualize and imagine the stories. right? Rose, oh, yeah you had something to say there I know you did.
2: No, books definitely they uh, they help because you always see it in your mind and you always play it out and you always see the characters the way you do. So it really helps with visualize visualization.
0: Yeah, exactly because building that imagery in your head, strengthens that clairvoyant sense. So, and especially if you're reading things like, you know, Harry Potter, okay. Um, throwing that one out there because it's it's so much to imagine, right? Um, but a, as a kid, I can remember like just having such a vivid imagination and you have people like that had imaginary friends growing up. I'm sure there's, I know there's gotta be, you know, people that are gonna listen to this podcast that have had imaginary friends growing up. I was one of them. And I'm sorry, they might not have been imaginary. I'm just going to throw that out there. I think they very well may have been legit. Did, did either one of you guys have one?
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, I did. I was told I had an imaginary friend named Linda. And the first dog that we had was named after my imaginary friend, I guess.
0: Oh, wow. Linda, that's pretty random. I wonder who that was.
1: I yeah, see, and I, I don't remember it, but they, but due to circumstances, there's a lot of things that I don't remember from right. that whole time period.
0: Right, Rose, do you want to talk about yours?
1: Um,
2: I believe her name was Heather. I don't really remember it, but I do remember going into my room and acting out a whole scene when I would get sent to my room being in trouble or something. I don't yeah. know how many times my father would open the door. And be like, who do you have in here with you? Like, check in my room. Like, he was hearing another voice while I was in there playing. Right. So I'm definitely along on them lines of it may not have been
1: uh,
2: imaginary friend per se.
0: Right. Well, and your dad was gifted as well. So he probably was. He was stuck, right?
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. No, he was. So it yes. was like, there's somebody in here where, you know, did they jump out the window? Are they under your bed? Did they, are they in your closet? It's like, no, it's just me.
0: Right. I I love that. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that having that, that imagination and having that, but I just know like my whole life, like if I ever just daydreamed imagined, visualized and I did it within my body. Okay. So when I talk about, Grounding, centering, connecting, and you guys can go find those podcast episodes if you're interested. But I talk about centering within your heart space, but what you can do is center within that third eye space within your head, um, where that pineal gland is. And then this is where you can activate this clairvoyant sense and tie it in with your magic. Um, and you see it as if it's actually happening. You are experiencing it in real time. Um, and I know anytime I have done this, especially in that, that daydream state, right? Like not even <laughs> necessarily all that intentional, um, it happens. And the, the coolest experiences for me have been when it has happened, literally word for word, action for action, um, even down to what people are wearing, they will be wearing the clothes that I visualize them in, in these, um, little, you know, many projections, um, many spell workings, if you want to call it that. Um, but I see it as if I am, I am in myself, right? Like I'm not seeing it happen to me. It, it is happening through me in, in real time. Um, and that is what we call the first person. So, um, definitely you can think about this, like when you are reading a book and you're, um, imagining and visualizing the scene, that's a little bit different. If you are one that puts yourself in the scene, that would be a second person. But if you're seeing it, like it's actually, you know, you're watching the movie in your mind while you're reading the book, that would be Mm -hmm. like a third person scene, So you're seeing it happen to somebody else. So you can play around with where you want to be, um, as far as if you're working the magical side. Um, but it makes a big difference too when you're receiving information and using this as, as a gift, right. And you're getting information coming in. So I know, um, for example, when I am reading my cards, um, When I read my fairy cards, which if any of you have ever seen a a live that I do, you know, I use my fairies. And if you've had a private reading with me, you know, I do not do spreads, right? So like your classic tarot, you know, you you often use certain spreads and cards fall in a certain place and mean a certain thing. My fairies don't do that. They tell me where they want to fall. They show me what they want me to do. And so what I see is different symbols in my head. I am shown. So I just start with a black blank canvas in my mind, right? So I just close my eyes, nothing. I see nothing. And I roll my eyes up to my third eye, you know, and I'm, I'm already, again, grounded, connected, centered for me. I've got to be in my space uh, to open and receive. But I roll my eyes up into to my third eye and um, open it up. And we'll get into that. But um, symbols and images will start to show up in that just blackness for me. And that is how I lay the cards. And I don't think I've ever had anybody be disappointed by the layout that I know of.
1: No, I've never seen anyone disappointed.
2: No, actually I was gonna say I've gotten some pretty cool ones from you.
0: I and it's so cool. Like sometimes the, the stuff that comes out is crazy. Like it it's not me. I I just open and I ask to receive and I allow the space and I will see symbols and sometimes they'll build, like maybe it'll start as a triangle and then it'll start to expand. Um, and anybody that has uh, some private reading time with me knows I'll check in, right? So um, I might start with like let's say the triangle, and then I'll close my eyes and I'll check in, and they'll expand. I'll lay more cards. I'll check in. They'll expand. I'll lay more cards. Um, and sometimes what comes out is is totally wild, but it's just being open and allowing and trusting um, the information that's coming through. So sometimes you'll see actual scenes like we just talked about and you can receive information in that way. Like if you're meditating and you have a problem um, and you're looking for a solution, I know before I have seen a scene act out in front of me and I am watching it and I will see myself, right? So this is the second person. I will see myself interacting with a person or talking with a person. Sometimes it's my sister. Sometimes it's Rose. Sometimes it's, um, you know, whatever. It could be anything, but I see this act out in front of me. And that is my way of knowing okay, I need to reach out to this person or I need to contact this person. Um, and then sometimes the information just comes. Like the answer will just come just in watching the scene itself. There's nothing further I need to do. Um, and then what's really fun is when you get to the third person and people you don't know start to show up, right? Like you see um, different faces, you see different energies, you see um, colors, uh, design, patterns, shapes, symbols, um all kinds of stuff that can start to show up. That if you just you just open that space, and trust what you're getting. And yes, it feels like you're making it up. Yes, it feels like it's your imagination. But the difference is, you have to trust yourself. Just like we talk about building your intuition all is stepping stones building on, you have to trust your information. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust that there is more to this than you just making it up in your head. So you have
2: to believe.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. But that's when you start to get the validation. That's when you start to find out the truth. Um, So Rose, I would love to hear because I know you've got some good experiences. I know that you have seen different things with me. Um, you've helped, um, you just, I know you can see stuff. I would love to know your kind of thoughts and opinions and how you get information. Um, and maybe if you want to share some, some specifics, maybe thoughts.
2: (laughs) Well, mine always comes randomly. So it's, you know, I could be trying to meditate and get things, see pictures in my head, people, or trying to go to sleep and trying to get into that calming space, and all of a sudden I've got faces and you know little eyes looking through peepholes. <laughs> so I see all of that stuff. And um, now I like the the tarot thing with the oracle cards and stuff because I've had that happen with me once, and it's like how do I lay these down? And then all of a sudden I got a spread and they won't show me anything else because that's how they want to be read. So that's my spread. <laughs> I'm like, how to lay you out? And they're like, use your spread. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but yeah. I've, I've seen, oh goodness, where to start. Um, I've had loved ones come to me. I've seen pictures and like, I tried to sit down when I was in a um, psychic development group and I sat down in front of somebody and we were told to do a certain task. And I was like, I can't get past a house. All I'm seeing is a house. And I described it and the woman was like, Oh, that's my son's house. I was just there today. And we talked about the flowers and I was like, Oh, okay. So then I was able to get more to it. It's once they were like, you have to talk about what I'm showing you. Um, so you've got all kinds of different examples I've done. Somebody came and told me, like I'd spoke about in the last podcast about not being able to go and cut trees down on a piece of property. And mm. in my head um, before she even told me what had happened, I had seen the Indian and he was all, you know, dressed like they were way back then. And he was very angry and I could see him being very angry and,
0: So all of that, all of that feels like third person. So you like watched, you see it happening. Like, um, it's a, it's a scene that's playing out in front of you or like seeing the house, almost like you're seeing it on a movie screen almost.
2: Right. Yes. Yes. That's how I would put it.
0: Cool. Yeah.
2: That's definitely how I guess that works with me.
0: Well, and that's a thing. So it can be all in your head. And then another option um, that a lot of, I feel like uh, people that use this gift a lot is it's almost like it is, it's projected outside of your head. Um, so your first person is going to feel like inside your head space. Your second person is going to feel like you're almost seeing this, even though, yes, it's in your mind's eye. You see things maybe three to six inches in front of your head. That's how it feels in your head space. Even though, yes, you're still seeing it in your mind's eye, it feels separate from you. It feels um, separated from you. And then the third person scenes can actually feel further away, like six inches to a foot, um, sometimes up to three feet away from you is how the images can feel and appear and it's like you see it from that distance like you're watching it happen and then I've also heard um, other psychics talk about that they do project um, you know about a foot in front of them almost like a movie screen that they allow things to play out on so there is that sense of separation from within you, to close to you, and then further from you. Um, For those that are working or want to work on developing this more, I would say that if you feel like what you're sensing or seeing is further than like three feet in front of you, three to six feet in front of you, start over and try to pull it in closer. I think it's a start. I think the energies are are trying to come in because, again, it's receptive as well. So mm-hmm. that energy is trying to come into your energy and your aura and your space so that you can feel it and receive it. It's just having a hard time. So try letting go, relaxing, and starting over and see if you can't allow it to come in and come closer Um, Rose, do you feel like that's true for you as far as that space and separation, even though it is still all within that in your mind's eye?
2: No, definitely, especially with some of the experiences that I've had that even though it was inside my head, it still felt far away. It's like, you know, you're not seeing it in the room around you, but you're still seeing it in your mind, but it feels farther away.
0: Yeah. I definitely feel like I get stuff that way as well, especially when something is sent to me. So like with the example with my cards, I feel like those symbols and those images are sent to me from probably, I'd say maybe six inches, six inches to three inches um, in front of me and in front of my third eye. And it feels like it it drifts in and, it, and then I receive it into my mind's eye. And then I can, you know, lay out or sense or see or feel, Um, but play, you guys can play around with that and just see, like, if you're getting stuff, where does it feel like it is in in relation to you and your energy?
2: Right. Exactly. Um,
0: Cause it does make a big difference and, you know, and the more you play with that and especially in the reverse, right? So the magical aspect of projecting, um, things that you want to create or manifest, um, as well as, you know, if you're, if you're wanting something to happen, um, and you're, you're throwing stuff out, you're throwing energy out, you're, you're throwing this vision out, um, how far are you throwing it? You know, where is it in relation to you? And I think a lot of times that, that is relative to how far is it from your energy and how, long timeline wise does it take for it to manifest? But then the, I feel like the opposites reversed. So when you're trying to pull stuff in and manifest, how far do you feel like you're having to pull it from? Energetically.
2: I like that. No, I like that a lot. It's a good way. It's a really easy way to put it.
0: Right. Like, is it years out Is it a month out? Is it distance-wise? Is it a football field away from you that you are having to pull it in? Is it 10 feet in front of you? And just trying to get a feel for energetically, you know, what is your energy doing? How are you interacting with the energies around you as far as that push and pull? And then how does that relate to your timeline?
2: No, exactly. Yeah.
0: You know, and I feel like too, like when we start to really dive into some of this stuff, especially in the psychic world, right? When, when we're doing psychic readings and, you know, people want predictions or this is coming, everybody wants to know the time, right? Three to six months, a year, you know, timing is so important. And I feel like that timing again is relevant to the distance in which you're receiving this information.
2: That I, I I mean all depends on you.
0: Exactly, yeah. exactly. And and how how are you receiving the information, first off, for like whoever you're reading, but where is it in relation to them as well? So it's not just about figuring out your own energy and how you're receiving the information but then learning other people and where they're at in relation to the things they're energetically involved in and tangled up with. Right.
2: Me personally, I like to stay away from the fortune telling part of it because if
0: you tell somebody,
2: Oh, you're going to find the love of your life in six months, they're going to be like, Oh, well in six months, the love of my life is going to be here. So they're not going to do what they were supposed to do. They're not going to talk to the people they were supposed to talk to. Because they're just like, oh, well, I was told he would be here by now.
1: So right. I can't and, stay away from the. Yeah. Go I, ahead. Find it, I find it interesting that, you know, y- y- you were saying that because, um, you know, my mom and I went to go see uh, someone down in Charlotte. And um, she was talking about me finding the person I was supposed to be with. And she actually gave a timeline of of when I would find them and when I would meet them. And, of course, you know, sister knows that I am horrible about remembering my readings. I get a reading and then completely forget about them. And it was brought to my my attention that, you know, my current husband, I met him at the time period that that lady had said. And, you know... Oh, yeah, she was right. I mean, and it was after the fact, you know, it was pointed out to me. And I'm like, oh, really? She said that? Really? I don't I didn't even remember that. But I mean, you guys do that to me all the time. You know, I know I want to shake you. (laughs) I just I, I get them. I forget about them. And maybe that's why they do manifest, because I'm not countering whatever should come. Nope,
0: exactly. That's true. That's true. I would agree with that. You know, the fact that you do let it go and let it happen—that that could be a really big part of it for sure. Um, she
2: acknowledges it, accepts it, and then just lets it go.
0: Yes. I
1: so mean, well, you,
0: said this,
1: you said the same thing about when we were in that one—that one store. And I was like, I don't know if that guy was any good. And you're like, you pointed out, you know, he was talking about I would have to do the work to get a job someplace else. And you pointed out after I'd gotten a job someplace else, you're like, oh, you did what he said. It happened. I'm like, oh, OK. I didn't even realize. But, you know, that's I'm I'm a Pisces. I'm oblivious. Just
0: rolling through that water and just floating by. I do. Must be nice. <laughs> right? Because that is not me.
1: I I do, man. I, I float through life and <laughs> that's the well, secret. <laughs> that is the secret to it.
0: But, you know, I feel like, okay, if somebody does give you timing <laughs> – Okay, you should respect that because I don't feel I feel like getting timing down when you are doing readings, especially uh, psychically, it is not easy to do. That person has really crafted their gift and learned their gift and other people to be able to, you know, really be able to get that information. But to that point, I do agree with you, Rose, on the fact that yes, some people will just drop the ball the minute they hear they're going to get what they want in the timeframe. And it's like, no, what the psychic is reading, or what the information is, that's being received, is going and, 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 you know, the, the witches that are listening to this podcast will probably already know this to be true. Um, but for everybody, new, you know, our baby witches, whatever you want to, whoever, what the psychic is reading and what the cards are reading at the time of your reading is your current projection of energy. It's
2: when you- you're on now.
0: Yes. When you change your energy, when you change your projection, it can change everything because it is a web. It, it, it is, you know, it, it's far reaching. If you change one little thing on this side, it's going to have a far reaching effect. So you know, as as witches, we should know if we have been given this psychic information and told this is going to happen in three months, six months, three weeks, three years, what have you. Um, that's if we continue with the work that we're currently on, and if that's what we want to manifest. And that's like, yes, you can change. If you don't like what your cards are telling you, you do not have to accept it. You can do things. To change the outcome. Now, it gets trickier when there's other people involved and their Mm -hmm. energies are on a projection that are not easily swayed or changed. But as far as you and your circle of influence, you can change your outcome.
2: You are the creator of your own story.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing is set in stone. Exactly. So please keep all of that in mind. And again, when you work on developing these senses and getting this information and, you know, again, please write it down. That's one of the biggest things that you can do for yourself. And I know not everybody has time to go sit and journal or write out their experiences or yada, 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 or record every reading they've ever had. Like, I get it. Okay. I I understand. But if you are being serious with your psychic work and you really want to develop it, it helps you to write this shit down and have a record so that you have your own validation.
2: No, exactly.
0: I said this was going to happen in three months and it happened. Boom. <laughs> like, Then you don't need somebody else to come along and tell you that you're right. You've got your own proof you know, and, and that's the biggest thing of, of why I am an advocate for write it down, um, for yourself. It's not for anybody else. And it's not to take up your time. It's literally so that you can go back, especially in those moments when you are not feeling magical, you're not feeling strong. You feel like you just want to give up. You feel like it's all just a bunch of, you know, crap. And none of this is real. You can go back and you and remember and read all the cool things you've had all the magical experiences that happened all the things you manifested all the things that you got right so you can keep going
1: right exactly
0: so, nice to be able to
2: read your experiences
0: yeah oh absolutely and, and, and that's what I love like you know I have got so many um experiences that, especially with just this clairvoyance piece, I mean, the visualization, you know, I, I think I, I, um, I can't remember if I've shared this one before or not, but I'm going to share one of mine. Um, I remember I had several years ago, a doctor's appointment. I was very nervous about this doctor's appointment and I was, I had to get some blood work done. And so I'm sitting in the waiting room. Okay. This is, this is, how this went down. I am sitting in the waiting room at the doctor's office waiting to get my blood pulled. And I'm like, you know what? Bump this. I'm going to do some magic sitting right here. I closed my eyes, didn't give a damn. I did what I do. I grounded, I connected, I centered, tapped in, and I visualized my blood being drawn. I visualized it being exactly what I needed it to be. And then I visualized getting those results. From the doctor, the same day, I visualized him walking in the room. I visualized him telling me my numbers were good, and I didn't have to have this particular shot that I did not want to have because it was extremely painful, and it lasted for several days' worth of pain. I didn't want to do it. So, uh, And the likelihood of me having to do this was very high. Okay, let's just, I'm just gonna put that out there. Cause it was, that's why I was freaking out in the, in the waiting room. And I was like, I'm going to do something about this. So I'm sitting there. I visualize all of this. Okay. Down to, I am sitting on that bench in the doctor's office. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? That table and that door opening and him coming in saying, I'm good. Blood looks great and walking out. Okay, now they call me, I go get my blood done. I forget about this, right? Because now my name's been called. I'm, I'm snapped out of it. So I go do the blood draw and I go wait to go see the doctor. And then I go and I go see the doctor. And then I'm like, oh, have you got my stuff yet? Have you got my stuff yet? Have you got my stuff yet? And he's like, no, 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 it's not in yet. Yada, yada, yada. And he leaves the room. So I'm like, great, Right. So I'm thinking it didn't work. Next thing I know, he opens the door, walks in the room, tells me my blood's great, I don't have to have the shot, turns around, walks out. It happens. That's that. Exactly. Even to the point the doctor did not knock on the door when he came in the room. Now, you tell me, how many times does the doctor not knock before he comes in the room?
2: Right. It's
0: like, they it's knock not before they come in. He didn't knock because I didn't visualize it. Right, <laughs> he didn't put that mess in there, and this happened all within maybe an hour. I made this happen within an hour. So I'm telling you, not this 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 gift is so powerful. It's so important, magically, but also psychically, because you can get so much information this way. And again, I imagined that all. I visualized it all first person within my headspace within my own minds. So, and again, when I do readings for people, a lot of times it's second person, slightly removed, you know, a little bit, um, three to six inches in front of me, I receive information. And then sometimes when I receive bigger visions, which I have on the lives before, um, they are further away and they are shown to me in a little bit further space. um, And, That's, that's the third person view. So, but there's lots here that you guys can play with practice, try around, but this is why I advocate the visualization. This is why I advocate the meditation pieces, um, because they have been so highly effective in my own life. I would not preach it literally if it wasn't so effective for me. This is not something I just sit here and talk about because i I've researched and, Oh, this book says yada, yada, yada. No, this right. is my real life and it works. And I want you guys to understand it can work for you too. But yes, it takes some time. It takes some practice. You um, practice
1: what you preach.
0: Right, right. And I really do try. I'm human. I mess up. But, you know, I do I do really try to get back on the wagon and get going again. <laughs> um, Rose, I would love to, if you don't mind me putting you on the spot, I would love for you to share, um, as I know you told me one time um, when you were doing your uh, psychic development group, uh, something about there were photographs inside of um, envelopes or something, and you guys kind of had to give information about what, and you couldn't, you didn't see it, right? Because it was an envelope. I would love to hear not only what that experience was like for you, and the information you received, but also, again, within that first, second, third distance to give people some kind of perspective, how you received the information you got.
2: Okay. Um, I would have to see where it was, or I'd have to say it was like through my eyes. Okay, So yeah. um, when I held the envelope, I had um, seen like light, I'd seen a tree, like leaves and stuff like that. And I seen the light coming through it. And then I was shown like a, a party deck, like a house with a deck on it. that had a sliding door on it. I was shown like tables with plates and stuff like that, but it was all like I was seeing it through my own eyes.
0: So you were moving around. Was it like you were moving around within the vision, seeing all this?
2: Yes, it was.
0: Oh, cool. Okay.
2: Um, I had I had seen and heard like a river and I looked over and there was a river that flew by the, that went by the property. So that was kind of neat. Um, I seen two people like linking their arms together, like coming together, like a man and a woman coming together. Um,
0: Could they see you?
2: No, it wasn't anything like that. It was more like just being shown the pictures and stuff like that. So it was more okay. like that was more of like a still life kind of thing. Right. Um, oh, goodness. I'm trying to remember.
0: I did put you on the spot. I'm sorry. You did. It's
2: okay. Um, well, to go in with like with the last one, the clear hearing, you know, I heard like stuff like celebration, family, um, I heard words like sadness coming together. Um, And when I finally was able to open the picture, it was a picture of a man and a woman standing together very close. There was a tree in the background with light coming through it. And that picture was taken um, at a family gathering. These two were brother and sister. They had been, I want to say, quarreling for a while. And this that day they came together and they let bygones be bygones and they just were one big happy family. And surprisingly enough, the house was next to a river.
0: Okay. So I'm covered in cold chills right now, Just is <laughs> FYI. Um, I freaking love this for multiple reasons, not just because it was total validation for you. And went above and beyond with the river. Which was an added bonus that was not in the photograph that you you got. Because that's awesome. Um, okay. But I love that, number one, you guys, this is a way that you can practice some stuff, right? Like, go gather. Um, you know, if you've got a, a group of friends or a, a witchy group of friends. Or we might can do, like, some kind of, like thing in the group, right? Um, that would be cool that where people can practice different things like this. Um, and just see what kind of information you can get off of different, different things, different items like this. But I like that you're, you were able to explain that you were seeing it all in your mind's eye and you were moving within the scene. we right. were seeing can, different, different pieces within what was going on. I, I, I could
1: see that right. being done with different people posting pictures in the group. And then, you know, just what do people see? What, you know, and, and just commenting on it and then, you know, maybe like leave it up there for a day and then explain, you know, who the person was or what the scene was or, you know. I, yeah, I think should, that would be a great way.
0: We totally need to play around with this some more. And you guys, we totally will. And so if you're not in the group, get in the group because we, we want to do some fun, cool stuff in there. Um, but, you know, I, I just think there's so many ways that you can work on developing um, and expanding on this gift. But to me, that right there just gives so much um, example. So you were so. T- OK, I want to know some more. So you saw the colors. Could you see the colors of everything? Oh
2: yeah, it looked like I was standing right there amongst it. So it was all like real life, like it was happening right then.
0: Okay, I'm going to take this a step further, and I'm jumping ahead. So I could go ahead. No, go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> um, could you could you tell what the weather was like? Like, could you feel the weather?
2: Oh, yeah. It was a beautiful fall, like, warm day. Nice little breeze. And I even told her this, too. And she was like, no, oh, it was a really nice day. And it was just right. Nice little breeze. It wasn't too hot. Like, but yeah, I could definitely feel like
1: what feel the like day was there.
2: like. A, a little breeze from like, because I could see the, the lights coming through the tree. So the leaves were moving and I could feel that slight breeze on my face. And
0: I had, I had another one
2: that. where um, we had done another one like that. And I got in an envelope and it had a lipstick in it. And I was like, the first thing I heard was like, oh, pretty makeup. And I'm like, okay, i was a little excited there. So then I sat with it. And the next thing I seen was like a dressing table with a window and like a guest bedroom. And I looked out the window, I could smell lilacs. And I looked out the window and there was a lilac bush right outside the window and I explained the scene to the person and she was like, oh, well, you got to see my guest bedroom. Cause I'd seen like the dressing mirror, the bed, the, the vanity, the dressing table with all the little things on it. And I explained it to her. And I see, I know. love
0: that. And, it, and you were seeing it in your mind's eyes if you were sitting there again?
2: Yeah, as if I was walking through her house myself.
0: Nice, nice
2: cool. And awesome. I've had a reading done by you one time. And I was shown crystals it was the only thing I've seen. I didn't like see your table or anything. It was just like they showed me crystals. and I'm like, yeah, she likes crystals. Her Crystals are very pretty.
0: <laughs> yes, and they are all over in my space. And actually, there is a picture um, hanging on my wall that has Um, a a burst of crystals on it as well so not only do I have artwork of crystals (laughs) I have the actual crystal
2: maybe that's what I was seeing
0: actually you know what I think you might have been now that I'm thinking of it um that but
2: oh my gosh it was it it was just the crystals that I was seeing
0: you were seeing the photo (laughs) just the crystal
2: part of it yeah (laughs) that's
0: awesome that's awesome but see, I always have crystals around me. Like they're all they're I'm surrounded. Um but yeah, I have the artwork too, so that's awesome. I love that. No, it
2: was it was definitely that cluster I seen.
0: <laughs> Yay. See you guys, this is so cool. And 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 this is what I love. I love being able to talk about this, experience it, talk it through. And again, if you have no idea where to start with any of this, I I highly recommend that you start with your intuition. Because you have to build that trust within yourself so that you will be able to trust the information that you receive as you build your clear senses. It really does all build upon each other. They are like stepping stones. And yes, you will have these people that will show up and they will just be like exceptionally gifted in, you know, one clear or the other or some area. And it took like nothing for them to get there. Please do not be discouraged, okay?
2: No, exactly. Um, just because it's a weakness doesn't mean it's a weakness. Your exactly. strengths could be somewhere else. For instance, I've actually come to the realization that my Claire is clear knowing. I know shit all the time. I just know shit. I don't know how I know shit, but you know I know shit. And that's gotta be my strongest one. And I've gotta learn to trust it So then that will get even better. Exactly. I'm not too strong on seeing shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You are. I would say you are.
2: Well, internally, I'm pretty good. Externally, not so much. I'm still wanting some more of that. I'm like, give me more. Give me more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, let's give you some more. So, (laughs) All right. So again... Trust yourself, strengthen it, um, really don't underestimate yourself and, and, and don't underestimate, you know, just having that, that vivid imagination. And if you want to start somewhere again, meditation, intuition, read a fantasy novel and get those juices flowing, because that's one of the biggest ways to get that imagery started. Um, I'm going to try to jump ahead here because I feel like we've I've jumped around a little bit on my notes here and covered a lot of stuff, <laughs> which is good. Um, That's how we roll. It is how we roll. We just kind of go everywhere. Um, okay. We talked about the distance and trying to play around with some of that. You can always, you know, try to see things almost like they're on a movie screen and just kind of see what comes up. Try it out. Um, Oh, okay, so here's a little exercise I wanted to throw out, and then we'll jump into the the external um, and some exercises there. So um, another thing you can do to get started is find a very simple object that you can hold and really study. So this can be something as simple as a ball. Um, or it can be a crystal, um, anything that you, you want, but get something that you can physically hold in your hand and kind of study, and then just practice closing your eyes and recreating that image of that object that you're holding within your mind's eye. Um, and then after you have built on seeing that object with your, in your mind's eye, with your eyes closed, practice moving it spinning it changing the colors um maybe turning it upside down um and then you can really get creative and make it melt right so there's different oh. things you can do so like if you've you've got a crystal and you've got this let's say piece of quartz and you have visualized this piece of quartz in your mind now visualize this piece of quartz melting like a candle
2: no i love that idea now, if you can't get the visual- visualization to start with, trust yourself that it's there. Yes. Even if you can't see it, tell yourself it is there. It's orange now or it's red now. And eventually you will see it. It will start to happen for you. You just got to trust yourself and you got to believe in yourself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree especially with um, even just seeing the colors, just different colors in your mind.
2: And I love that idea with uh, taking an object that you can hold and see, because I see a lot of times it's like, oh, visualize a rose, it's like, okay. But with you being able to hold it and look at it, I mean, that's a pretty cool concept right there because then it'll make it a little easier to see in your mind maybe.
0: Right, and you can start with something simple and work your way up to something more complicated. So, you know, that has a lot more um, detail to it. Um, so I, that was an exercise I wanted to throw out there for you guys to try. Now, yeah. go ahead. Does somebody have something?
1: Oh, no, oh. I was humming.
0: Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Right. So, external clairvoyance, like seeing auras, for example. So we'll go ahead and jump in on this. Um, so they say, okay, so how you want to start with this first off is you don't want to focus. You want to have an unfocused gaze with all of this. Almost like you are staring through something, not at something. Okay. Right. That's, that's the biggest thing and, the, and the, the main factor that I have seen with all of this. Okay. Especially when like, if you see like the shadow people, um, you, you know how you like catch it out of the corner of your eye. Right. Right. You're still seeing it. Okay. That is that external clairvoyance at work. You're picking up on these things, those flashes out the corner of your eye, or, you know, you see the darting little shadow things move, um, across the floor, which I had when we first moved in here. Um, but you you see the shadows you see the stuff sometimes it's it's in almost like it's in your peripheral it stays in that that outside vision and that's because you're not focusing on it so please 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 keep in mind with this with the external clairvoyance you are not focusing it's all very unfocused um and For as the most far as right exactly and and it gets stronger it gets better it gets easier but if you're starting out and you're like staring at something and you're focusing on it so hard you're you're, you're gonna miss it you're not gonna see it
2: <laughs> no exactly
0: <laughs> I thought I'd seen
2: a face in the window one day and I was like all right where'd you go where'd you go you gonna look at me funny again like come on the blink say something come on
0: and I was like darn it <laughs> right but you just Caught it real fast, like because you weren't focused on it, right? Right. So
1: they said it's like the, um you know, the the pictures where you had to kind of cross your eyes a little bit and you know go lazy eye to see the picture within those. Um, what are, what is it called? I oh, the remember. magic eyes? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah.
2: yes. stuck the, the thing, thing up on your nose, and you're like. Mm.
1: Yes.
0: there it is you, you had to like completely unfocus your vision to be able to see that 3d thing pop out there and and like pick it up right so yeah it's it's that same concept um so I guess the biggest thing is is auras um there you really don't have a whole lot of control over um what you see as far as you know spirits ghosts um, the shadows, the lights, um, angels, uh, or fairies, uh, any of those, right? Like that's really up to them if they want to show themselves to you. Um, also you do have to have somewhat of the gift, right. To be able to do that, but they also have to want to be seen. If they don't want to be seen, you're not going to see them. Please don't spend, all this time and effort trying to see things that, that don't want to be seen. <laughs> Cause
2: no, like you're going to get exactly.
0: But the thing that you can practice on would be the auras. So that's where I'm going to try to focus this last little bit of this episode. Um, so it can help if you are already experienced with internal clairvoyance and seeing the different colors, um, within your mind's eye. Um, to start there. Okay. So you would just take a person or an animal you would work with an animal as well. Um, and just close your eyes and just try to see, sense, feel their energy. And what color would it be? And this is, this is like not a test, right? Like it's literally, again, going back to that trusting yourself and whatever shows up, whatever color you see, or whatever color it, you sense, that's what you go with. Okay, there's no right or wrong. We're practicing, we're developing. Okay. So if you want to like say, take your dog and you're looking at your dog, and all of a sudden you see maybe pink. Okay, mm-hmm. you just let that pink be there in your mind's eye. And you hold on to that and you'd be okay with that. Okay. Again people try to have hard and fast rules on energy colors and aura colors. And that is not completely accurate because you have to end up building your own data bank of what colors mean for you, what symbols mean for you. Okay. So please, they are guidelines. Okay. Let's say, let's just say it's Guidelines as far as these colors go. So please don't be like, oh my gosh, my my dog's aura is green and it means that they're sick. No, okay. <laughs> and I totally just pulled that out of my hat. So please don't think that green means you're sick. Um again, they're guidelines. Okay. You let it mean what it needs to mean for you. And again, writing this stuff down helps you you build this list of correspondences for yourself. Um, right
2: for instance blue for one person okay for instance blue for somebody might mean calm or happy but blue for somebody else might represent depression or sadness or something so it's really on you
0: exactly perfect perfect example because there's there's such an array of colors for one and and It can mean so many different things for different people and for your, and for you. So, but for practicing purposes, let's just say you are looking at your dog and you feel pink. Okay. And you just kind of hold that in your mind's eye. Then you want to open your eyes and, and see your dog, right? And it's almost like you want to try to take that mind's eye vision of the pink and just glaze it over with your eyes open. This is how you can practice the (laughs) Oris. I know it sounds a little weird, but it's like you soften your gaze at your dog, right? (laughs) We're staring through, not at, we're not trying to see the color pink on the dog. We are just seeing through, focusing through the dog, softening that gaze. And it's almost like you're letting that mind's eye filter almost like, you know, an Instagram filter, drop down and over, but your eyes are open and you see that color and it might take a while for that to build. It might take a while for it to happen. Um, and again, the next time you try it, the color might be different and that's okay. You know, maybe your dog's in a different mood. That's okay. And
2: everybody sees auras in a different way. Like really, Um, one person may see this big burst of light behind somebody, you know, like, oh, look at all that blue behind them, or look at all that yellow behind them. And then other people might only see it as a fine line around the person. So even auras are perceived differently, and it all depends on you.
0: Yes, very, very true. Great point. And, and again, all of that kind of goes in line with what that person's energy is doing. If that person feels like you're invading their energy and you're trying to read their aura, they could restrict their energy in and pull it very close to their body. And you're not going to see it because they're, they're protecting themselves. They're cloaking themselves. Um, Other people just let their energy shine bright and you're going to see it. You can see it three feet around them. Um, And then there's different layers to these energies as well. So again, that's why what you see and what you sense is going to be, you know, different from person to person and the colors can mean a variety <laughs> of things. Other people carry things in their aura, mm-hmm. right? So like um I've seen angels with people. Um oh, wow. I've seen animals with people. Um objects. So like there's Different things that just kind of stay within a person's energy field that gets carried around with them as well. But just for practicing purposes, I would keep it very simple practice on somebody, preferably with um, their permission and consent, so that they're not feeling awkward and pulling their energy in, making it harder, um, or a pet. Um, where you can just kind of play around and just see what comes to you color-wise and then practice dropping those different layers or, or filters over. And that's just going to slowly build up that sense. Um, and again, all of this is exercise, exercise, exercise. They're, They're muscles. They have to be strengthened. They have to be used. You have to practice, um, if you want it to get stronger. So, um, that's what I have as far as trying to practice on the external. So, Rose, what did you think about that?
2: Oh, I thought that was pretty interesting.
0: Okay, cool.
2: I've been struggling and wanting to learn how to read auras, so that gives me some heads up on that and pointers.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm,
2: you know, I'm over here just... staring at the outline of people going, what color are you? I
0: can't
1: see nothing. <laughs> Why? And they're probably like,
0: why is somebody staring at me? You know, you know, you know, when somebody's staring at you, you catch right. people staring
1: oh, at God. you,
0: you know, and you do, you pull your energy in like, uh-uh, no, I didn't ask for that. <laughs> no, not the one. Get
1: away, you creeper.
0: <laughs> That's why I say they really, you can people can make it hard. So it is nice to have somebody that, that will give you permission. Um, that is okay with you practicing on them. I do, I have also, um, had it be easier if the person is in front of a neutral wall. So something that doesn't have any colors artwork, um, like have them sit in front of a, a, just a plain wall, um, that can tend to make it a little bit easier, especially if you're just first trying to pick up colors, but then also if you're trying to see, where their energy is at where their colors are at and even if you're just trying to practice dropping those filters down for yourself of the different colors um on your vision having that kind of blank canvas of which to to visualize dropping those things over um helps because it is it's a blend it's a blending of that external and internal and meshing the two together that kind of makes that that external happen right hope it's
2: not a white day Because if it's white, you're not going to see it. It's like, oh crap!
0: (laughs) That would make for a bad practice day. Yes, (laughs) like I'm not getting it.
2: Why are you? Why is your aura white today? (laughs) We need a black wall or a green
0: one. (laughs) Hey, there you go. There you go. Give that a go. (laughs) But yeah, so you guys, that's that's it for me. That's all I have as far as. Uh, clairvoyance goes I really hope that, that help, is helpful to people just to know that there's a variety of ways that you can get information um, one thing I feel like well we kind of touched on with some of like you seeing the scenes and stuff Rose I know like for me sometimes I'll have visions of things happening and it feels like that movie screen right so it's further out in front of me I don't know necessarily the people involved Um, you know, and typically that's like information that I need to share or give to somebody else. Um, or I'll see like a a scene playing out like for, um, like one time I saw, uh, I was shown a a bedroom and it was like, it was in a, a basement and there was like a bed and a TV. It was really dark and the TV was on. And the only thing I could really see very clearly was the TV kept going off. And, um, that was, but I was in a dark room and it did feel distant. So it's like, I was almost like, um, I was watching it happen. I was there, but not in the scene. So I guess second person watching it happen. And the message there was the, the, the girl's grandmother, um, was showing up during her reading to let her know that she was the one turning her TV off at night because she was telling her it was time to go to bed. She was staying up too late. Right. She was like, are you kidding me? It's been my grandma turning my TV off this whole time. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the TV. She's telling you, you need to take your, your butt to bed and go to sleep.
2: <laughs> have you had any external experiences?
0: Um, Yes. Yeah. So, like, I see the little shadow people. Um, I have seen fairies playing in the grass um that was a pretty cool that was,
1: cool
0: that was really cool and actually rooster saw that too and sister you were there but i don't think you remember or i don't even know if you saw it
1: wait are you talking about the baseball game yes uh we still can't find the pictures That's rooster, true. And I, rooster and i both took pictures of these fairies in the grass because You guys were freaking out because I took my shoes off, I think, to go out there and walk in the grass to try and, you know, see what, what they were, what it was.
0: They were like little lights, like playing on the grass. Like they, they were moving and, and.
1: But it, like, are you friendly, (laughs) Faye? Right. But it definitely, it wasn't fireflies. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, fireflies, you can tell what a firefly is. Um, it wasn't, it it was kind of, they were kind of bright, like orbs, you Mm -hmm. know, when you see those on camera, but you know, you only see orbs on cameras. right? Um, they were, um. It's almost as if you were in a field of flowers and the flowers were little balls of light, but it was a field of grass. It's the the hardest thing. And and I don't know why neither of us can find these pictures because, you know, all of my pictures get saved. You know, they all go to the cloud and I have looked and I have found all of the other pictures from that time period, except those.
0: He can't find them either. He can't find them either.
1: He, he even messaged me after, you know, I think it was like that night or later on in the week. And he's like, hey, do you have those pictures? That was really cool. And we, we couldn't, you know, we couldn't find anything. Oh. Those very said, you have no evidence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. They were like, we are disposing <laughs> of the evidence. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, I have seen auras on people. Um, and some I do sometimes see like the shadows. I definitely get the flashes of light in the corners. Um, I get that a lot. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, no, I do have, I may have already shared this one somewhere on the podcast. I can't remember. This was a creepy experience. Um, I think I told about, um, I might've been the last episode. I can't remember, but I had to sage that apartment. do what
2: the whispers in the ear.
0: No, it wasn't that one. It was the same apartment. <laughs> I had <laughs> staged it, got it cleared. Um, and ran out of sage because it took a big Bertha bundle. That's what I'm going to call it. It was a huge bundle of sage. Ran out of sage so I couldn't go outside and sage myself. And I, this thing was piggybacking me. I could feel something literally riding on my back. And um, went to go get more sage. And there was this street festival going on downtown. And, um, which was not the right atmosphere for what I had going on at the time. (laughs) People (laughs) Crowded, like people on my back, but I knew this thing was on my back. I could feel its claws literally digging into my shoulders. Um, and it was like hovering. I literally could feel it breathing down my neck. And I looked back over my shoulder, walking through this crowd and it was, Seriously, like right at like if I'm looking forward, I would say its head was right at the back of my ear. And when I looked back, I saw its face, and it was this little pig demon thing. <laughs> oh. serious, it 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 creeped me out. This thing was like a, a, it was a negative nasty. Like it was it was a bad evil thing but it looked like a pig. It had these horns coming up out of its mouth. Um, and then it had more horns like up on its head and they curled. Um, it was, it was very disturbing and it was like, I could see through it, but yet I did not completely see through it. Like it was, it was there and it had, um, it was almost like, um, pig flesh it's like oh. it was like a pinky fleshy but it was like pig skinned was what it was like the like a little piggy demon yes like he literally had like the hairs and the texture and the horns and the drool and the i mean he was a legit oh. thing there like he was i saw him i felt him i could smell him he was he was nasty and he had to get off my back and go because I was not carrying that thing around anymore because he he had to go and he went but it was he did not go willingly Um, but yeah that was definitely an external uh, Claire moment for sure Um, but one of the coolest internal Claire moments was when I saw um, Archangel Gabriel, I'm going to assume it was Gabriel because that was the knowing sense. Like we talked about, I just had a knowing that it was Gabriel, um, standing over one of my friends. So I was actually just getting dressed. I was in my closet trying to pick out something to wear. It was Saturday morning. No big deal. minding my own business and all out of nowhere. I get this vision that just slaps me upside the head of my friend standing in her kitchen. At her um, bar in her kitchen, um, island bar, and I saw um, Archangel Gabriel. He was huge, um, standing behind her, and he was, like, hugging her, wrapping her up. And she was, like, had her hands on the island, had her head hung. Like, she was really stressed out and worried, and he was just there. I mean, powerful strong. I'm getting chill bumps all over again. And he just had her so wrapped up. And um, I text her and I said, are you standing in your kitchen right now at your island? And she was like, yeah. And uh, she said, I'm really freaking out. You know, this is a situation going on. And I said, well, I'm letting you know that I saw you standing there just like that right now because you have Archangel Gabriel standing right behind you and he is hugging you up and you are going to be okay. You don't have anything to worry about. And she was like... Thank you so much. She said, you have no idea what that means to me. I said, you ain't got nothing to worry about. (laughs) This whole day is going to go your way. (laughs) (laughs) But like I said, I was just fine with business. I'm literally standing in my closet like, what am I wearing today? (laughs) So, but that was one of the coolest um, internal moments I think I had ever had. And it was just amazing because she was, she was standing right where I saw her. Wow. Yeah. The window was behind her, like whole nine yards, like, and she was exactly where, cause that was the first I asked, like, are you mm. right here right now in this spot? Like, and she was like, yeah. So, so again, you can sometimes like seek out that validation, I guess.
1: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> and then once you get it, it's like, yay. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I mean, again, that's one of those, I will never forget. Nobody can ever take that from me. Nobody can ever convince me that didn't happen. Just like nobody could ever convince me I didn't see that little pig face guy. Like, right. nope, that was legit. And in that single instant that I saw that, yeah, I it scared the shit out of me. Not gonna lie. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm a witch. I can handle my shit. But when you turn around and you see that little shit on you, yeah, for a second, you're like, oh shit this is this is not good oh like, shit. <laughs> yeah we gonna we, you know, handle some business like you're you're about to be evicted big time
1: you're right <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> but all right you guys i think this is it i don't have anything else to add i hope everybody has really enjoyed the episode do you guys have any closing parting comments
1: my husband just um, scared the crap out of me. He came out and was whispering to me. I was like, "What?" the? <laughs> and everything <laughs> you, other thing, right you, guys you? Are just talking yeah, about, just, so
0: you're talking about this pig demon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> minor heart attack. We're good. We're good. I live. Okay. Say <laughs> okay, my turn takeaway from this is
2: to put it in simple terms yes see shit <laughs> either inside your head or outside your head I mean I didn't know my mind had eyeballs but you know it's an interesting thing
0: but yeah but you know when we were talking about and like and I'm like digging in asking you questions about what you're seeing like yeah your mind's got eyeballs you got a, a big third eye one right there in the middle of your head and <laughs> And I did. I love that you talked about how you were able to like zoom around and move around within that scene. Um, give some perspective on some stuff. So I hope we had a, a good and valuable episode here. If you guys have enjoyed it, please, please, please um let us know, share, like, uh, give us a review. We would love some reviews wherever you're listening to us, um, whether that's Pandora, uh, Apple, Google, you know, all the different many platforms available. Um, we would love for you to leave us a review, let other people know about us. And when you guys leave us a review, it does, I think, help other people find us as well. We'd love for you to share. And don't forget, um, we would really appreciate if you would uh, like and follow on Facebook, Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, it helps us out. Uh, we'd love for you to join the group um ask your questions you can send us an email thewitchsource at gmail.com um and we also have a website you guys you can check us out there thewitchsource.com you can find products readings um lots of stuff there you can check us out we'll probably be revamping and upgrading soon hint, hint. uh so make sure you're coming back and let's see did I hit everything I think I hit everything did I miss anything I
1: you got everything All right. like our parents join our group
0: (laughs) yeah and and if you guys have um episode ideas or anything you guys want to know about you'd like for us to talk about share about um drop us an email or send us a message on facebook or anywhere else and we'll find it and we'll we'll add it to the list and put it out definitely love love the feedback. feedback yeah for sure all right, you guys, have a great night, everybody. And we will see you see um, next week. And we will be covering the Claire Cognizance, which is that Claire knowing. So that should be fun. Ooh,
2: so you'll know shit.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> Sorry. No shit. Hey, guys, that's my thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep All <it> right, simple. <laughs> guys. We will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.